Hey guys, this is Guerrilla Radio, the podcast, and man, has it been a really, really long time. Um, I'm thinking that I, I haven't done a show for a month. You guys are probably wondering why. Um, and I have to say, I don't really know. Um, school's been kind of tough. We had our, our spring break last week, which was pretty sweet. Uh, or actually, sorry, two weeks ago. I went to Hawaii to visit some family. Last week was, uh, it's called Spring Sing here at Westmont College, and it was like a parents' week, and all the dorms get together and, uh, and, and put on a musical, more or less. And, you know, it, it's fun stuff. Um, I couldn't really get the production team in the studio that week just because um, everyone was so busy with everything. But, you know, school's been kind of a drag lately, and, uh, and it's good to be back at the microphone. Now, I'm a little bit sad to say that David Donishfruz, my co-host, won't be with us anymore. Um, he's moved back to Las Vegas. His business has just taken off, and uh, and he won't be able to join me on the show anymore, which is uh, really, really good for him. But um, he's definitely still trying to stay active in the um, in, in the community, so in the skeptic community, I guess. So that, that's good for him. Um, you know, it's been a month's worth of news. It's kind of been piling up. Uh, I figure you guys out there have your own way of getting news, be it the internet, radio, television, whatever. So you don't need me. You're, you're pretty involved. So I'm just going to kind of skip to what is happening right now. Right now, um, we've already talked about those naked body scanners. I am definitely not a fan of them. I think that they're a blatant um, privacy violation, and I don't think they should be anymore. I, I know a lot of people that think that they're the way to go. I know people that also think that we should uh, racially profile people for uh, the scanners. So I'm, I'm saying that, uh, that there's all sorts of different ideas on it. And I don't think that there's any way that this should be, should be legitimate. So, um, and here's, here's a little bit of a thing. There was a TSA agent, so the person that is in charge of scanning your body, basically, um, named Joe Margetson, and um, he was caught, I guess, copying and, I don't know what you would say, uh, objectifying a female passenger at Heathrow International Airport. So this is just one way that they can take this technology and use it in sort of a heinous way and use it to um, to violate our security, which is something that, that I've been saying for, for a little while. Um, so I guess that's just one, one idea on that. You guys all know it's been in the news huge, the Obamacare healthcare bill. I honestly haven't been covering it like I should have. Now, the thing is that I believe that everybody else already has this in their mind, you have some sort of idea on it. 
I don't think socialized medicine is the way to go. I, um, I know a lot of people in the medical field. I am a bio student, so I understand what it's like to be in that area. And, uh, and I'm going to say that it's going to do exactly what it did in Canada. It's going to reduce, um, reduce the number of competent doctors who are willing to make the effort to excel in their fields. So um, this is nothing new. This is something that everybody's been saying. It, the idea of capitalism is to increase um, demand for people who have you know, higher quality services. And this is something that I think um, everyone, when they look deep down inside, will see uh, is, is, morally, um, is morally wrong. Now, for the people who don't have insurance or who are employed by someone who does not provide insurance or just for any reason, you know, illegal immigrants, they're going to see this as something really great. I mean, we know in history that um, Russia, I mean, the Bolsheviks, we, we know that when a, a group of people are hurting, they're going to want that, what was it, um, no more war, more bread, you know, whatever, more jobs. Pretty much the same thing as what Obama is saying, except we're saying um, health care. He is saying no more war, but you know he doesn't mean it. And um, more, I don't know, flat screen TVs. I, I don't really, really know exactly what uh, what he believes he is, is getting done. But um, it, it's the exact same thing. When you push a people far enough, they're going to want the most radical, if, if not the most logical, um, end to their problems. And right now, our problems are severe. Our health care definitely needs an overhaul, but um, his health care bill is not the way to go. You guys, you have your minds made up on this already. Um, I'm not going to be the one to tell you what to believe, because that's not what I do. This show, if you guys have known or have listened to it before, I emphasize um, doing the research for yourself because people who are not intelligent, who have not um, gotten the information that they need, just, you know, there's no way that they can form their own decisions. And that's exactly what the government wants to do to us. They want to spoon feed us this crap on CNN, on Fox News, and they don't want you to go out to all these great little, you know, third party. Um, news, radio stations, blogs, vlogs, um, what have you. And there's so many ways now that you guys can get exposed to that information and make your own ideas. Um, we know that the Electoral College was designed because modern Americans, or not modern Americans, but um, let's see, 19th century Americans, they didn't believe were intelligent enough to choose something as big as the president. But these days, we definitely have all the information that we need to um, make that informed decision. So go out there, find the information, make up your own mind. Don't let me tell you. If anything, call in. Um, our number is 805-565-7072. Call in and prove me wrong when you guys are listening live. Um, we're going to be every Wednesday at 8 p.m. at radio.westmont.edu. And um, and hopefully that'll go the next, I don't know, four, I think four weeks until the end of my semester here. And then after that, we're going to take a lull over the summer. I'm going to go back to Alaska 
work for the family, make a little bit of cash, and then um, come back again in September and hopefully have the show again. So um, that you guys kind of have a timeline of when when the show's going to be off. But we also, as a show, hit a mile marker. We have a thousand downloads of the show. This is huge, guys, on um, Podcast Machine, which is my provider of my um, of my show. We have we've had a thousand downloads, and mostly thanks to iTunes, thanks to um, uh, We Are Change LA. They are someone who I've been involved with that um, who is trying to get the message out. Now, I'm trying to get more involved with We Are Change LA. And you guys, if you're listening wherever, um, there is definitely a We Are Change branch somewhere close to you. So there's We Are Change LA, We Are Change Colorado, New York City. I'm going to have a clip from We Are Change New York City. And, um, and they are an anti-war, anti-corrupt um, government for the most part. I mean, what I think that everybody should be. Um, I'm not saying that the war at this point is completely bad, but um, our, our reasons for being in it is unfounded. So I have a clip here from We Are Change, and I'm hoping that, uh, that it plays all the way through. Um, oh, hey, I wasn't connected to the Internet. So I guess I can move on to my next topic. Um, oh, CNN. Uh, so this is according to CNN. The FBI is now on Facebook, so you guys out there who are doing your social networking know that your actions are being monitored by the Federal Bureau of Investigation, which I personally became a fan of today on Facebook. So um, I I don't know what you guys think. Do you think that your um, your civil liberties are being somehow, um, I don't know, um, if they're being infringed upon because the FBI is now on Facebook. Now, remember, Facebook isn't as intimate as it may feel. You know, you feel like only your friends are looking at it. You feel like um, you have your privacy settings. But if you go and you read the terms and agreement um, license for Facebook whenever you sign up, it gives them the right to um, to share your information. So whatever you guys are putting up, remember that there is somewhere out there watching you. Um, I mean, it's not exactly a bad thing, but uh, Big Brother is definitely keeping his eye on Facebook. Facebook, MySpace, Twitter, whatever. If you guys have some sort of social networking that you're involved in, you know that the government, and if not some sort of um, agency, is, is watching your actions. So Hopefully, this YouTube movie will work. This is from We Are Change New York, and they have a little bit of a, uh, a uh, interview with Bob Schultz. So here we go. Schultz. I'm chairman, founder of the We the People Foundation for Constitutional Education. And uh, what we do is help people to become better informed about what their rights are under the state and federal constitutions, and better informed about what's really going on in government, and better informed about how to confront government wrongdoing, unconstitutional behavior, intelligently, rationally, and professionally. So that's what we do. So what are you doing here today outside the New York City courthouses? Well, this is the uh, United States Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit, one of 13 uh, courts of appeal, federal courts of appeals around the country. 
And uh, we brought a case uh, two days after reading in the New York Times that um, uh, Mr. Bush and uh, Robert Rubin, uh, Treasury uh, Secretary and uh, Federal Reserve Chairman, had decided on their own, without even going to Congress, as if they had the power, uh, to um, give and lend uh, AIG $85 billion. Of course, that's up to about 887 billion now, but at that time it was 85 billion. And of course, we looked at that and we said, gosh, um, where did they get the power to do that? Uh, they don't have that power. So we went to court and uh, asking the court uh, to declare that unconstitutional and to prevent any money from transferring over to AIG. Giving it, there's nothing in the Constitution that authorizes the government to give or lend public money or credit to a private entity for a decidedly private purpose. It's prohibited. And so we went to court, and of course a week later, you may recall this is all late 2008, September 2008, a week later we were back in court because now the government had decided to give you uh, $700 billion of public money to remove worthless investments off the balance sheets of private companies. Um, so we went to court to challenge that on constitutional grounds, and um, how'd it go today? Well, so the argument here was to um, advance that cause, and you never know. I think I, th I think we did all right, um, but I think the, these decisions usually are based on what's in the briefs. So we filed our legal briefs. The government responded. We replied. And uh, most of the facts and the legal arguments are presented in, the, in writing. You get a few minutes to, uh, for your day in court, right, uh, to uh, argue orally. <laughs> oh, I guess that's, uh, that's where it cuts off for that. So um, sorry about that. Um, let's see. So that was uh, Bob Schultz. He is the um, creator of... Let's see. Um, we the People, who is, which is a, uh, a group that wants to educate Americans on um, the importance of the Constitution and help us understand what exactly our constitutional freedoms are and how they're being infringed upon by our very own government. Um, you know, he, he brings up some good points about the AIG thing. Now, this feels like it's not in the news anymore. It's not such a huge thing. But remember, that's what they do in the news. They just want to hit you with one massive story, make you forget about it later as the news progresses. I mean, right now, what's the big thing? We've got, um, we've got the problem in Kyrgyzstan, um, which most people don't even know where Kyrgyzstan is um, as far as Americans go. And um, what else is happening? Tiger Woods. Who really cares about Tiger Woods? Um, and earthquakes. I mean, there's always been earthquakes. But right now, it is definitely um, popular for the news to bring up the different earthquakes that are happening. Now, I'm not belittling what's happening in the news today. But I would like to see a little bit of continuation of the stories that I think are important. And... I'm thinking that banker bailouts and um, giving massive amounts of money to private entities without any real um, repercussions for them or any real sanctioning by our own government is something that is definitely huge and that we need to keep the pressure on so that 
us as Americans can get our money back. I mean, it's 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 idiotic to think that we would give them the money and that they'd be giving it back. But we definitely need to keep the pressure on those businesses. Now, here, as far as the stimulus goes, when you go to CNN.com and you click on the stimulus project, there are four, yeah, there are four questions that popped up, four major subtopics. And I thought this was kind of funny. Um, the first one says the state of the economy. The second one says, where's the stimulus money going? The third says, where did the stimulus money come from? And fourth, is it working? I'm going to answer all those to the best of my ability just because, I don't know, I think you guys listen because you want to hear my opinion and um, give you a little bit of information so that you can create your own. Um, state of the economy. Our economy sucks, but it is our own doing. I mean, us as Americans, we have this, you know, um, two cars per family, a bedroom for each kid, a couple car garage, and a few toys in the front drive. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. But we need to understand that we can only buy things within our means. So um, we had definitely had mortgage-backed securities. We had um, insider trading, which is something that is just now becoming more prevalent again. We had um, the housing bubble. I mean, that was all in the news. This is something that we, these are words that we've just been bombarded with for, I mean, gosh knows how many months now. Second question, where's the stimulus money going? And the answer to that is nobody really knows. I mean, we, uh, we put a, a clip up, I think it was from uh, the Alex Jones film, The Fall of the Republic. It was the intro to that. You guys can look that up. Um, and uh, and they, they interviewed Ben Bernanke, and he says, they said, where is the money going to? Who is it going to? And he said, I can't tell you. So that just goes to show that they are definitely hiding something. And we have no idea really what they're hiding other than the fact that they like literally stole billions of dollars, up to hundreds of billions of dollars now of money from the United States citizens and bringing it to a world bank and potentially creating a new, a new government. I mean, a kind of shadow cloud government that has been and will be in the future controlling everything that goes on in the United States and abroad. Third question, where did the money come from? We know exactly where the money came from. Our tax dollars. I mean, Americans, as, as a nation, are hugely in debt. Um, and I guess as a people now. Um, and this money definitely came directly from the government and um, with no, with no um, idea of how it would be repaid. So that is, is wholly an American idea, um, buying and leasing now on credit. The third question, is it working? Hell no, it's working. I mean, we've seen some of the success stories. We've seen everything that's happening. But at the same time, Goldman Sachs, AIG, they're just getting bigger now. I mean, um, we, we know that General Motors isn't still doing too well. But thank God to our, uh, our, our Prius problems, um, they're starting to bounce right back. So uh, let's see, what do I have next? Oh, yeah, a little bit of, a little bit of fun. Um, Okay, we talked about it earlier in the season, but the Georgia Guidestones, um, they are giant granite slabs, and you guys can look this up, that have 
pretty much the, I guess you would, the equivalent of the Ten Commandments for the New World Order. So um, these have just come back in the news because they have been heavily vandalized. Um, if you guys go look it up, uh, they've put J.B. Weld in the cracks of the letters. They've spray painted all over it. This is definitely, it's a hot spot for, um, for people who believe in and support the occult as well as, um, I mean, you know, astronomy and whatever, because it's, it's aligned with the, with the sun and stars and the solstice, and it's pretty much a giant celestial calendar. And um, so, guys, go, go look this up. It's really funny. I think someone spray-painted on the side of it, um, like, no new world scum, that kind of thing. So, or like, stop the NWO. So you guys can all check that out. It's actually pretty funny. Now, um... I guess nuclear proliferation has been in the news lately, and I have a uh, an article from CNN.com that I'm going to read you, and it's titled, Obama Heads the Czech Republic to Sign Nuclear Arms Treaty. So here it starts out. I'm just going to read the first like paragraph or so. President Barack Obama headed to the Czech Republic on Wednesday night to meet with Russian President Dmitry Medvedev and sign an arms control agreement that reduces the nuclear stockpile of both nations. The Strategic Arms Reduction Treaty to be, oh, in, and the acronym is START, to be signed Thursday by the two leaders builds on a previous agreement that expired in December. Obama has called the treaty the most comprehensive arms control agreement in nearly two decades and said it would cut the nuclear weapons of the United States and Russia by about a third. So we'd still be able to control our, you know, uh, would be able to um, destroy the planet, you know, what, like 15, 20 times over still? After meeting with Medvedev and attending the signing ceremony in Prague, the Czech Republic capital, Obama will have dinner with the heads of government from 11 countries, Bulgaria, Croatia, Czech Republic, Estonia, Hungary, Latvia, Lithuania, Poland, Romania, Slovakia, and Slovenia. The highlight of the two-day trip is the new treaty with Russia, which is another step in nuclear arms relations between the former Cold War adversaries. Its signing comes two days after the Obama administration announced the new U.S. nuclear weapons policy and four days before Obama convenes a summit of 47 nations on nuclear security issues. Now, I think what the significant thing is that this is an, another thing saying that we will not be using um, nuclear warheads. We won't be, we're publicly saying we won't use them on nations who do not have nuclear capability. Now, um... This is also saying that we will use them on nations that do not have nuclear capability if they refuse to um, to play by the rules. And we already know who those people are. That's targeted right at Iran and North Korea. And we know that these people aren't going to play by the rules. So we're just kind of putting on face, pretending to make nice, and then um, still have the ability in writing to bomb the hell out of them, you know. I I honestly think that this is a poor excuse for um, for peace. I mean, th this isn't going to actually do anything. If those people were playing by the rules to begin with, then there wouldn't be any reason to suspect or to plan on using our nuclear arsenal on anybody. And at this point in history, we know that the nuclear option is not an option. There is no reason why any nation should, you know, 
instigate or pretty much just piss off the U.S. to the point where we use nuclear warheads and wipe them off the face of the earth. There's just no reason for it anymore. So um, you guys go out, um, read up on this uh, START treaty, the new Strategic Arms Reduction Treaty, and um, you know make up your own mind on what it is. Um, let's see. I have a MSNBC uh, movie about, um, it's just a short, what is it, two minutes on um, what's happening in Kyrgyzstan right now. And it really um, hit home for me just because I, I was hearing what was happening, but I haven't exactly been exposed to it. So if you guys go to msnbc.com and look up um, violent protests lead to coup in Kyrgyzstan, it, it has some pretty graphic pictures on there for you. And maybe it might work. Hopefully it works. So, uh, so here it is. Government and a bloody one at that in a country not that many Americans can find on a map of the world, but it's a key U.S. ally in the war in Afghanistan. It appears that protesters in the Central Asian nation of Kyrgyzstan have overthrown the government after riot police opened fire on them earlier today. NBC's chief foreign affairs correspondent Andrea Mitchell explains what's happening there tonight. It was open warfare in the streets of Bishkek, Kyrgyzstan's capital. Thousands of protesters, many armed only with stones, seizing an armored vehicle, storming government buildings, being fired on by government troops, and firing back. The opposition says as many as 100 protesters were killed, hundreds more wounded. A rebellion against the tightening grip of political and economic controls, finally triggered by a 200% increase in charges for heat and electricity. By the end of the day, protesters had freed their leaders from jail and taken over state-run TV. Robin Forestier-Walker is in Bishkek for Al Jazeera. Up until this point, the government had been fully in control of the media. Uh, but now that uh, opposition supporters have taken control of one of the main TV stations, uh, it looks as if the opposition have the upper hand at this stage. The principal target of the bloody uprising, hardline President Kremenbek Bakiev, a U.S. ally of convenience. That's because this airbase at Manas is the main transit point for U.S. and NATO troops and supplies into Afghanistan. In fact, when Bakiev's government threatened to evict the U.S. from the base last year, the Obama administration nearly quadrupled its annual rent to $60 million, on top of $90 million in aid. Without this base, the U.S. would have to rely heavily on land routes, including the torturous and dangerous Khyber Pass. I think the air base is absolutely vital. We put 15,000 troops a month through that base, along with the French and the Spanish, I might add, uh, supporting the ongoing operations in Afghanistan. Even so, only last month, the State Department's annual human rights report accused Bakiev's government of arbitrary killing, torture, trafficking in persons and child labor, among other abuses. Tonight, the rebels say that the president has fled the capital and that they have control of the city. U.S. officials say it would not be surprising if they are dealing with a new government. And it could be a government no longer willing to let the United States use that airbase. Brian? Andrea Mitchell in our Washington newsroom tonight. Andrea, thanks for that. All right, so that was just a quick kind of scary look at um, and what's happening in Kyrgyzstan right now. Um, so I, I really see a huge similarity between this and the Bolshevik re Revolution because um, there was an increase in... Um, 
in money, there was an increase in um, instability, and then uh, eventually a coup. And um, this is a little bit more violent. I mean, they they said a hundred people, a hundred protesters already killed, and there's there's pictures of them literally shooting protesters on the streets. So um, go out and again do your research, pray for them right now, and uh, and hope that everything turns out right. Um, I don't like to speculate, but if I did, I would say that there's some sort of American intervention on the way just because of our interests there. They already talked about the strategic nature of that airbase. They already talked about um, if they didn't, they'd have to go through the Khyber Pass. And then, obviously, that, that area that we're occupying is worth $60 million dollars annually to um, to President Obama, who is the president who uh, is trying to reduce armaments in the U.S. and trying to, uh, I, in his words, I guess, stop war, which is something that uh, he's definitely not going to be able to do at, at the pace he's going. So I guess in closing, I'll say um, follow us on Twitter. Um, Follow us on MySpace. We have GR the podcast at myspace.com. You guys can look that up, and it has all the directions on how to get us um, on Twitter, on how to download us on iTunes. Download, subscribe, leave uh, leave a little bit of a, a review for us because that always helps out. And um, get involved with your with your local We Are Change group um, here in LA. There's always uh, some march in Santa Monica right now. Uh, they had who was it? Uh, I don't remember who it was, but they just had a big uh, a big march. And then there was the anti-war march where they all came with their banners. And um, I guess Bout got kicked out of there. So um, definitely get involved, get educated, and um, I guess have a great week. Until next week, this is Chase Eckert with Guerrilla Radio the Podcast signing out. Man, you hear this bullshit they be talking? Every day, man, it's like these motherfuckers are just like professional liars, you know what I'm saying? It's wow. Listen. Bin Laden blow up the projects. It was your nugget. Tell the truth, man. Push knock down the towers. Tell the truth, man. Push knock down the towers. Tell the truth, man. Bin Laden blow up the projects. It was your nugget. Tell the truth, man. Pledge no allegiance, then spoke the president's speeches. I'm baptized by America and covered in leeches. The dirty water that bleaches your soul and your facial features. Drowning you with propaganda that they spit through the speakers. And if you speak about the evil that the government does, the Patriot Act attract you to the type of your blood. They try to frame you and say you was trying to sell drugs and throw a federal indictment on to get to show you love. This shit is run by fake Christians, fake politicians. Look at their mansions and look at the conditions you live in. All they talk about is terrorism on Television, they tell you to listen, but they don't really tell you their mission. They funded Al Qaeda, and now they blame the Muslim religion. Even though Bin Laden was a CIA tactician, they gave him billions of dollars, and they funded his purpose. Fahrenheit 9 11, that's just scratching the surface. Bin Laden, blow up the projects. It was show niggas. Tell the show niggas. Push knock down the towers. Tell the show niggas. Push knock down the towers. Tell the children, push knock down the tower.
say the rebels in Iraq still fight for Saddam, but that's bullish. I'll show you why it's totally wrong. Cause if another country invaded the hood tonight, it'll be warfare through Harlem and Washington Heights. I wouldn't be fighting for Bush or white America's dream. I'll be fighting for my people's survival and self-esteem. I wouldn't fight for racist churches from the South, my nugget. I'll be fighting to keep the occupation out, my nugget. You ever clock someone who talk ish? But look at you wrong. Imagine if they shot at you. I was raping your moms. And of course, Saddam Hussein had chemical weapons. We sold them that ish. After Ronald Reagan's election, mercenary contractors fighting a new era. Corporate military banking off the war on terror. They controlling the ghetto with the fear of attack. Trying to distract the fact that they engineering the crack. So I'm strapped like Lee Malvo holding a sniper rifle. These bullets are touch your kids. And I don't mean like Michael. Your body be sent to the morgue, stripped down and recycled. I fire on house to end that support you would like. You was innocent people get murdered in the struggle daily. And poor people never get ish and struggle daily. This ain't no alien conspiracy theory. This is real. Written on a dollar underneath the Masonic seal.